0: podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly.
1: And I'm David R. Smith. Today's first question comes to us from John, who has asked us, what's the best electoral system? Yep. Super. I feel like this is going to be a podcast where <laughs> I ask Sean a lot of questions and he answers a lot of political answers and then at the stop. end of it, we <laughs> still don't have an answer because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. But we figured that we haven't done a lot of political ones this is not a trump related one and john is one it's the same john who has asked us trump
0: questions and okay. who has asked us other political questions so i thought that it would be a good idea if we actually tackled one of them and this one seemed to be one that was the most or the least yeah necessary to have a wide in or an in-depth knowledge let's go sure. with that I'm going to preface everything I say by the fact that it is spring, I am asthmatic, and I am very sore. So this may be short, and this also may not be as clean as it has been.
1: I'm also going to preface this by saying, A, we are all aware that I don't know a lot about political systems. So if I say anything that I don't actually factually know, bear with me. And B, John, I hope this is... This makes you happy. Can you please quit asking us political questions? <laughs> We're a pop culture podcast, dude.
0: Yeah, it's just, look what's in... Trump is culture now, oh and it's so God. irritating.
1: As of our recording this, today I, I, I heard the clip of him talking about Andrew Jackson and the Civil War, and how Andrew Jackson would have been upset with what the Civil War was, and you know, how he was upset about it, even though he died about fifteen years before the Civil War started. Sixteen, I think, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, Donald. Oh, you big dumb dummy. And that's not even today. You're catching up. Right? <laughs> that wasn't I know.
0: Today's
1: news. I know. It's just that was what I, I woke up this morning and there were people who posted that. I was like, Oh God. I know. Like I don't know a lot of American history.
0: Did you know that he wasn't alive for the yes. Civil War?
1: Okay. Yes, I did. And, like, hmm...
0: Did you know that he was once... That an assassin once tried to kill him, and he ended up having to be restrained from beating the assassin to death?
1: Really? Yeah. Andrew Jackson? (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty amazing.
0: He's a tumultuous figure when it comes to American history.
1: (laughs) Sure. Well, and that's the thing, like... I mean, the guy was a slave owner. I think I yeah, read somewhere that he, he owned 150 slaves, yeah. and a lot of his wealth came from the fact that he owned 150 slaves. Yeah, he was Tennessee? Something I like think. that, yeah. yeah. So, understandably, that's not exactly the, the most shining light to have on a political figure, mm-hmm. but
0: he also once fought a duel. Uh, he did not fire first. He was shot in the chest. He was still standing, shot his opponent in the head, and then walked away, and he never had the bullet removed. <laughs> What? Andrew Jackson's kind of, uh, yeah. I
1: think I need to do more research on Andrew Jackson.
0: <laughs> the more you know right? but then about I guess, Andrew Jackson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my concern is that, because Donald t- Trump is such a big fan of his, I'm like, I don't want to like, well, I mean, I, it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, I have a new hero in my life and it's Andrew Jackson. Yeah. But I do, and I am always...
0: I believe Doris Kearns Goodwin has a biography. Oh. I think. Okay. There is a really good biography, I just I can't remember off the top of my head if it's Doris Goodwin right. or not. Well fair enough. So there's a very good one, if you cool. want to read about him. I all think right. it's called American Lion.
1: And that's about Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Great. I'll keep that in mind. I'll add it to the list of all the books I'm gonna read.
0: Huh. I mean, honestly, start with Teddy Roosevelt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Cause he wrote his own books.
1: Damn it. Canadian! That's that's the best
0: first-past-the-post-parliamentary no, with a, a Senate I that, that's no, not elected. No, I, 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 was,
1: I was being facetious. I've always maintained that I don't... Well, I don't love the Canadian system. I do acknowledge that there are parts about it that are better than the American. I like yeah. that there's more than one, two parties. Yep. Um, I like that ability. Then it's it's not cut and dry. It's either you're conservative or you're liberal. I mean, those are the two big parties in Canada as it were, but like, you're not, you're not Democrat or Republican. there's
0: three big parties.
1: NDP? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you're either, you're, and also conservative is conservative. Liberal is, here is centrist. Totally. And then NDP is, by the definition of the Americans, liberal. Although they used to be socialist, which was awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because like, the Democrats down in the states are almost center compared to what what you would consider left-wing here, right? Like, Yeah. yeah. Like, they're pretty conservative compared to Canadian liberals.
0: Yes. (coughs) But there's also the far left, because it's all a big tent, because there's two parties. Yeah, right? Well, there's three if you count the Libertarians, and four if you count the Greens, because they do have those parties. They just... But they're called third-party candidates because they don't have a chance.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, is at least in in the Canadian system, every... Slash British. Slash British. it's the same, basically.
0: Yeah. Although we don't have a House of Lords, blah, 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 blah.
1: But, as far as, like, the fact that you have a number of different parties to choose from, every one of them has a fighting chance. Now, it depends on where you are. Like, often the Liberals are voted in Ontario. You don't get a lot of Conservative votes in Ontario. Um, yeah. Right, and, like... Quebec, sometimes votes well, the Parti Québécois or bloc, bloc, bloc Québécois. Yeah, right. Regardless, it's not like at least the NDPs at one point had a chance. You know, when especially when Jack Layton was kind of leading them, there was a better yeah. chance. And and the so, I mean, crush. Yeah, yep. there was a lot of there was the opportunity. Whereas a, a third party in in the states, it, they just don't have it. It's just it's it's Democrats or Republicans. That's the way you're voting.
0: Yeah, speaking of Theodore Roosevelt, tried to start a third party. Really? Yeah, he tried to start the Progressive Party.
1: Okay, where would that have landed? Left. Okay.
0: But not as far left as our left.
1: Okay, so somewhere between the Liberals and the NDPs? Or like the Liberals and the Democrats? Yeah. Okay, or the NDPs and the Democrat? I don't know. Ha! Huh. this is going really well.
0: Well, because remember, Teddy was a Republican. right. Because that was still at the era when Republican was more of a liberal side, whereas the Democrats were more conservative.
1: Wasn't Lincoln Republican? Yeah. Yeah, was. yeah there was something that kind of flip flopped around there, right? Like About 1960 ish. Okay. Because Kennedy Jack. was Democrat, Democrat. right? Yeah. Yes. I'm now FDR so well. is
0: also a Democrat.
1: Okay. Weird.
0: Which also makes Truman a Democrat.
1: Right. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then
0: Ike's a Republican. Right. And Ike's vice president was? I want to say Nixon. It was Nixon. Oh, my God. (laughs) In the second term, at least, yeah. Okay. Because then Nixon was supposed to, that's why Nixon ran, was because he was the vice president to Eisenhower, and then he ran against Kennedy and lost.
1: And then got voted in in 68? Yes. Yes. Because
0: 72 was when he bugged the Democratic National Convention. Right. Or had
1: it bugged. He didn't personally go (laughs) in. I'm going to do this. That that would be something else. Just like, what are you doing here? Nothing. (laughs) Hey, look over there.
0: (laughs) Just have a band play Hail to the Chief and he like walks away. (laughs) Um, It was going to be the Bull Moose Party. So they would have had the donkey, the elephant, and a moose. Oh, my God, I would have voted Teddy's for the, the Moose every time.
1: <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So, the first-past-the-post system obviously sucks. Yep. And there was promise with this new... Liberal government. Liberal government that that was going to be the last time we had first-past-the-post.
0: Yeah, until they realized that they wouldn't have a majority government if they changed it.
1: So now it's like, oh, no, it's it's a fine system. We need to keep it this way, and that's really disappointing. Yeah, I'm is. I'm really not... I mean, like... I know... I, I kind of know what it is, but can you refresh my memory on what exactly First Past the Post means? Okay. So it's
0: like... The first one to get enough votes to win wins, regardless of what continues to happen. Right. So it's the first one through. It's like a horse race. So I have enough to win. You win. <laughs> but Where, whereas, so the, the second candidate... So let's say in my district... The guy who's blocked me on Twitter for asking him a question ran against Matt Grant, the liberal.
1: (laughs) Super. Yeah.
0: I'm not bitter. I just think it's stupid. Yeah. But anyway. So they ran against each other. Weber was declared the victor by the CBC. Okay. um, Before everything was cast. And he won by less than a percent in this district. Okay. So what happens to the – Forty-eight point seven or percent of us who didn't vote for him, for Weber, right. he's now my representative. Right. Whereas in a non-first past the post, say a proportional or like a, a ranked ballot, mm-hmm. which is what, for example, even our conservative leadership thing. Thank you for leaving Kevin O'Leary. Oh my you God! Never that would have
1: won the greatest news. <laughs> that
0: was the best. <sighs> the only MP to support him. Uh, the one who won here by less than one percent. Perfect. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Um,
0: uh, it's a ranked ballot. Okay. So my so say my first choice was, uh, I don't care, uh, NDP. Yeah. And then my second choice is Liberal. And yeah. And my third choice is that communist guy who gets eighty votes. Right. And then my fourth choice is Green. Right. And your
1: fifth choice is Conservative. I like Isn't how there you... a socialist one in there too? So you're, what you're saying is conservative is your last choice.
0: Uh, don't block me on Twitter for asking you a question. Fair. You're my MP.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so what you're what you're suggesting is do it like so the person almost like a, like a an all star like a Hall of Fame ballot or something. Sure. Yep. Where you have a certain like if you have the most first place votes, then you get in. Like, is right. that kind of it, what you're thinking? So kind like
0: of, kind of. So like. The, the system that i like obviously the best is proportional so m- your vote actually matters my vote actually matters yeah. so let's say that you and i both for, vote for the leader of the communist party of canada
1: i have done that before i know you have
0: <laughs> i never have but seems like a nice guy or at least he has a nice beard so go beard i should i should s-
1: clarify to the listeners who all of a sudden think that i'm a communist i'm not a communist but there was once in an election. I don't know. It was a number of years ago. There was.
0: It, it was literally. I remember the election. It was one where the choice was conservative, a liberal lady who can't stop putting her foot in her mouth. Yeah. An NDP member who had never set foot in our district from Edmonton. So no. Yeah. Uh, a Green candidate member who's didn't have an actual platform and didn't kind of show up other than to talk about pot. And then the communist guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. And yep. the conservative was a jackass. And so I think I was just like I didn't want to spoil the ballot because I don't necessarily love doing that. But I was like, I don't, I don't like these candidates. Yeah, so you
0: know, voted
1: by yeah. voting for the communist. Exactly. Because the
0: communist got nine, I think
1: eighty-seven votes. Something the year like that. that. Voted. I was like, one of my votes counted. So make that guy feel really good about himself. I so only counted eighty-six.
0: Who's this other guy? <laughs> Yeah. So ba, 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 <laughs> ba, ba, ba.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so what were we talking about? So proportional, proportional representation
0: yeah. where so your vote for the communists and my vote for I don't care, the communists as well. So say 0.4% of the country votes communist, then 0.4% of parliament is communist. Right. Right ballot is also where it's Okay, so my first choice is this. My second choice is, like I said, the mm-hmm. first was, I don't remember what I said NDP, yeah. liberal, green, communist, socialist, socialist. guy that block can go away. Yeah. <laughs> the, the blocked me on Twitter party. <laughs> not voting for you. No. He blocked me on Twitter. It's a terrible uh, matter. <laughs> <laughs> we block you on Twitter. Vote conservative. <laughs> like, That's not cool. So it's proportional. So 30%, 38%, what was the last poll I saw? I think 41% liberal, 34% conservative, 18% NDP, 6% block, 5% green, Mm -hmm. and it goes down from there. Yeah. Like 3% independent. So then parliament would actually reflect that.
1: So 30% of your parliament would be... So
0: 41% liberal, 36% conservative. And it's actually broken down by what the
1: people voted percentage, for. percentage, as opposed to this, where it's like, if you win your riding, you're in. First past
0: the post, you win the writing. So what did my vote for? Because I, I have no problem saying it. I voted for the liberal. Sure. Because I liked him and yeah. it was a... Yeah. That was my choice. Uh, where did my vote go? Where did the 48% of us who voted for him yeah. Like, yeah, we have a liberal prime minister. I'm 40 to 50% happy with the way he's going, so
1: yeah.
0: fine. But I don't have the member of parliament that I voted for, so I don't feel <laughs> represented, especially when I can't even talk to Totally. Them. So what am I supposed to do? I phone, They don't answer phone calls. They don't answer emails, and you can't talk to them on social media.
1: So your voice well, – while your member of parliament is supposed to be the voice for your writing yeah. – He's not the voice for your writing because he's not listening to the people who are trying to get in contact with him. Right. Or he's listening to the ones who echo the same things he says, yeah. and he doesn't block those people on Twitter. Right. Gotcha. And doesn't. Right.
0: <clears throat> um. So there's there's that sense of, so first past the post, my vote means nothing. Right. Your vote meant nothing. Yeah. Because I think you voted NDP, I communist guy I again. honestly can't remember
1: <laughs> who I voted for.
0: Not the conservative. No. I remember that because yeah. we were talking about it, but-
1: I might have, Oh! Didn't you know the
0: NDP I did. End of I did it?
1: know... I know his wife. Um, And I've, I've worked with Kirk before. So, so I was like... Yeah. So you yeah. voted for him. Yeah.
0: And that makes total sense. Yeah. But like, what did your vote mean? Nothing.
1: Yeah. No, well, and that does make sense. I do appreciate that that's, that's the way it should be, whereas... And I think... Didn't
0: your candidate also get like 12 or 13 percent? Which for NDP in Alberta, federally, incredible. is insane. Yeah. yeah. So, but... Okay. So if... The guy that won got forty whatever, and my guy got forty whatever. Yeah. And then the rest went to this other guy and the, those two are bigger than the one who won. Yeah. Then what why are we represented by somebody that most of the district doesn't like? And that's the
1: problem with first past the post. Right. Cause it's yeah, it's all I get that. I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around the, the math and like the the idea of it, but it does it does kind of make sense because like that's the problem with my, with our, with our governmental system is yep. that you can have a minority government because, but like you have 41% of the, the population voted for the conservatives and the the other 59. 59% voted for everybody else. But because it was 20% conservative and and 20% NDP and 20% green or whatever it is, basically. Um they didn't have enough to get past, but 60% of the population didn't want right. the liberals. Yeah. So it's it's kind of annoying. Um, I get that. And I, I do understand that our, our system is flawed. What I don't like about our system and what I do like about the U.S. system is that you vote— There's something? <laughs> well, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but— Oh, I will. In the U.S., yep. you you vote for your member of parliament or your your um congressman, of, your congressman, your House of Representative, yep. and your Senate is every other year, right? is every six si- years, every six years, yep. right? Okay, so right, okay. Anyway,
0: congressional is four, right? But it's offset, so it's not always the same four. Yeah, That's why okay. there's a two-year election cycle in the right. U.S. Ugh. Uh, yeah, twenty eighteen is next. Although there's special runoffs for to fill. To fill cabinet positions because the guy who's running the – who's the secretary of the interior used to be the congressman for wherever. Right. So he can't do both jobs. It's Republican. So you'll find saying he, he can't do both jobs, so there's a runoff. Right. So that's why there's elections now like in Georgia and Kansas and Montana. (coughs) Which I get. So yes, you vote for your House of Representatives. You also have state – Legislatures, which right. means you're also voting for your state representatives. Right. You also have to vote for governor. You also have to vote for your senators. And you also directly vote for president. And kind of.
1: Okay. So that's what I was going to ask is you vote for the president? Yes. Yes, you do. Okay. And this is what I like is, you know, say I really like my NDP candidate for. Uh, Like, I really liked Kirk for for the the last federal election. Right. But I didn't necessarily want... Mulcair. Brian Mulcair to be our prime minister. Thomas? Thomas? Yeah.
0: He stepped down, so it doesn't matter. There's an NDP leadership caucus running. But,
1: so, I didn't want Mulcair to be our our prime minister because I didn't necessarily like him. Right.
0: Sometimes that would... Even though, again, good politician beard.
1: Sure. Yeah, very good politician beard.
0: But... (laughs) I miss when that mattered.
1: Right. From my my perspective, that will actually limit me voting for for a certain party because in Canada, it's like you vote for the party and then the, the – The
0: leader of the party is, becomes the prime minister because just they that's are how the prime minister. Yeah.
1: So I don't like that. I, I would prefer to be able to vote for the party that I want but then also vote for the leader I want.
0: OK. So I think, I think the US is flawed for you
1: then. <laughs> well, because it's – Popular vote, right? Or it's it's electoral it's, college. Yeah,
0: it's not. You're not voting for. So if you lived in what's your Boston, you live in Massachusetts.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So then you vote for the Democrats. Yeah. Uh, assuming in 2016, Dave probably would have voted Hillary over Donald Trump.
1: Uh, debatable. <laughs> Pretty big fan of Donald. <laughs> Communists <laughs> to Donald.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do like populism. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yes, hypothetically, if I lived in the States, I would right. vote for Hillary. Right. Yeah.
0: Now, depending on where in Massachusetts you lived, it would or would not matter at all. Period. Because if you lived in Boston, a major metropolitan city, it probably goes blue, great, but maybe Massachusetts doesn't because right. of all of the rural districts. Right. And all of the rural districts voted Republican. So, guess what? It's Republican. Wisconsin, 70,000, what was it? Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan cost Clinton the election. And over the three states, it was swung by 70,000 votes. Jeez. That's the margin by which she lost. But in the electoral college, it was three-something for Donald, right? Like 310 or whatever? Yeah. You know, the biggest one in history, if we don't count the 38 others. Right. Yeah. So... Like Reagan. Reagan lost one state. I think that was bigger.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Jeez.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Reaganomics. (laughs) Um, So it's not like it doesn't directly. Your vote does not directly choose the president of the United States in the U.S. You are voting to select electors and then the electors on a later date vote for the president. And they are supposed to side with what the people wanted, but they
1: don't have to. Because Hillary won the popular vote, but the Electoral College still ended up electing Donald. Is that...
0: No. Okay, so there are... Oddly enough, I know the 1960 election better than I know the most recent one. Okay. Because I have a board game. One of my favorite board games is 1960, The Making of a Precedent, which is literally the Nixon-Kennedy election. I was going to say, And you run it as as a board game. You run the two campaigns. One campaigns were still nine weeks long because that's how long they were at that time.
1: God, what a time to be alive. We
0: can't complain too much. Ours are still basically nine weeks long.
1: The Canadian ones? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just talking about because of the amount of American TV we get. It's like, oh, Donald just got uh, inaugurated. He he just had his inauguration.
0: His 100th day in office was Saturday. Yeah. This past
1: Saturday. So he's been in office for 100 days and we're already talking about the next election, basically.
0: 2018, yes.
1: Like oh my god we just got through this, anyway nine weeks, the right. making of a president.
0: So essentially the, where I was going with that is yeah. there's 538 electors in 1960. I don't okay. know what it is now, I I just I don't off the top of my head. And it's spring, so I'm groggy. Well, say for it the
1: it sake is. of the argument, there's still 538.
0: Great, cool. There actually might be. That would be why 538.com is called 538. Oh. So there's 538 electors, which yeah. are spread out across the states based on population. Sure. So that's why California and New York are huge electoral states. Yeah. So they elect – so Dave goes to the polls in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. You vote Clinton. Yeah. And then whatever you're wanting for Congress and the school board and all of that other stuff because there's the local houses and the federal houses and all that Sounds other like stuff. Sounds like it takes about an hour to vote for all the things. <laughs> yeah, it might. Jeez. There's actually some states now, specifically Democratic-leaning states, which are setting up mail-in ballots and you can register online and it, they're making it very easy. Excellent. It's probably why they keep going Democrat. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine that. So Dave goes to
1: vote in Boston. Yeah.
0: Dave pulls the little lever, or puts the 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 fish in the bowl.
1: Pushes the toilet plunger. Yep. Or yeah. Get our Simpsons reference yep. in.
0: And you say, "I want Hillary Clinton to win." So then, if you're riding, I'm just gonna call it a riding because sure. it's Cana- we're Canadian. Yeah. So that's my what it is. Constituency. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're called districts in the U.S. Fine. So if your district of Boston votes for Hillary, you will then contribute to the whole of the state. So then let's say that enough of Massachusetts goes to Hillary Clinton. Then the, uh, say, 22 electors who are from the electorate in in Massachusetts are then selected to vote for president. So at the end of the day, your vote doesn't... Directly vote for president, you are telling the electors who you want them to vote for. You for are
1: representing me, and I want you to vote so for Hillary.
0: So 60% of Massachusetts said yay, Hillary. 40% said yay, Trump. So then the electors are supposed to all, as a block of, again, I'm guessing 20, I just saying sure. 22 for the sake of it, they vote as a block for Clinton. Right. They're supposed to because of the 60%. Now, Washington state has Mm. nine in 1960. I don't know what they have now. Might be 11 or 12 or something because Seattle's bigger than it was in 1960. Surprise. (laughs) So they, this past time, voted, I don't remember what it was, 60 to 40, 65, 35 for Clinton. But – some electors chose not to give their electoral votes to Clinton. A couple voted like Colin Powell, and one voted just for whatever, and one voted Trump. And like, so they don't have to do it. There's like a fine, but that's it. So you, all you are doing in the U.S. when you are voting for president is you are telling other people how you want them to vote for president of the United States, and they're supposed to abide by that. That's it. And that's what the electoral college is. In a nutshell, explained by a Canadian. <laughs> How is this a good system? Because it prevents the cities from completely dominating all American politics and leaving the rural counties out. Because uh, if the popular vote dictates who wins the president, where is all of the power? The West Coast and the East Coast. Right. And Chicago. But what Where happens? all the
1: major people are.
0: But Nebraska, so, Iowa, Idaho, the yeah. Dakotas. Screwed. Right. So then you're not you're never really going to have a say, so you don't really feel like you have a say. I see. And that's why the Electoral College is supposed to matter.
1: Right. Okay, well then I, I actually see why that is a benefit.
0: Yes. But to answer your question that you asked a while ago, now looking at the clock, realizing how long this section could actually end up being. Right. To answer your question, no. In the U.S., you do not directly vote for president. Fine. You are voting to, let's say I'm the elector in Massachusetts. Lord, knows I would never move to Massachusetts. If I have to move to the East Coast, I'm going to Pennsylvania. Obviously. Or Maine, because Maine looks sweet. Maine looks really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It seems the most Canadian I'm sure it'd states. be really
1: good for your allergies, too.
0: Maine probably would be. Really? Actually.
1: In, in the fall, when all the leaves turn and, like, start rotting?
0: Yeah, if it's rainy. I guess also no it's no different. I
1: mean, if you're living in Pittsburgh, it's a steel city, and there's going to be a bunch of, like, toxic smog and stuff. So that probably wouldn't help you. It's actually all
0: high-tech and medical science now. Oh,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they've very really, nice. like, yeah, they've changed their, yeah. their direction a lot. But also
0: the sea air would probably, the salt yeah. air, and. but anyway, that's not what this conversation's about. Certainly if somebody not. wants to talk about which state Dave and I would most like
1: to live in, oh man. please tweet us. I would absolutely answer that question. Sure. We could talk about other countries too. Yeah. I would that's, – that's for future Sean and Dave. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So let, again, let's say what your vote means in the US. Yeah. The simplest way I can put this is you are voting to tell me, the elector, who to vote for. That's it. So you're not directly voting. You're voting to have a say in who votes the way they vote.
1: Uh-huh. That's complicated.
0: Which is a kind of a fallacy in how they explain it in American politics. It's like, yeah, you directly vote for president. Mm, technically Yeah. Not.
1: Well, and I didn't realize that until this one because everybody's going, please electorate. Please don't – like, we have a chance to – s- we still have a chance not to, not to have Donald. Yep. And they still voted for Donald.
0: They did their jobs. Yeah. I understand the feeling of it and the sure. fact that he is dangerously unqualified. But they did what the people – told them to do and they enacted what the electoral college is supposed to
1: no and i I get that
0: so so yeah no you don't directly vote
1: for president there is there a system i feel you might like france hey i think you just (laughs) answered my question (laughs) probably is there a system in the world where you legitimately actually actively vote for your leader Yes. France? Yes. How did I know? Which
0: is coming on May seventh, which is why we're talking about it now. They're okay. Having their runoff. It's a two there are parties, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily matter. Like you could run without a party. Emmanuel Macron, who is the front runner,
1: basically started his own party. Okay. Right. So now what's the difference between How how can they do that in that system? Is there is there not enough rural population in France that it matters, or is oh no, the... there is okay,
0: but everybody votes directly for who they want to be the president in France,
1: right? And then
0: so it's a it is a ballot
1: mm-hmm.
0: where there are multiple parties. Yeah. So I'm not sure how many parties there are in France, but I know of six for sure. Okay. So you vote for whichever leader you want out of those six, then yeah. After the first wave of voting, unless somebody gets 50 percent – don't quote me on that. It might be 40. Okay. Uh, but, but if somebody gets enough to win it outright, they win it outright. If not, the top two candidates go into a runoff against each other. So that way – like, okay, so uh, Fion finished third, I believe. Right. So Fion put his support behind Macron. Right. So he wants his – voters to vote for Macron, because Macron is a center, a, he's a centrist, whereas Marine Le Pen, who is the other one, is a far-right, uh, like, alt-right. Okay,
1: so let me try and put this in Canadian terms to see if I get this. Sure. So, in the last election, we had Mulcair, and we had Trudeau, and we had um, Stephen Harper. Right. And
0: Elizabeth, Elizabeth May. May.
1: Okay. Yep. that's important as well. Yeah. Yep. So we had those four. And so, if we were going on the France system, ignoring
0: the, or ignoring Quebec, just yeah. like a regular Albertan,
1: right? I can't remember what his name was. Um, I actually don't remember who the right? leader of the Bloc was in the last yeah. election. I can't, and I feel bad, but only a little bad.
0: And French guy.
1: Yeah, and French guy. So we had those five, right? But we can't, we can't vote for Bloc anyway. No, we. Can. They're not even on our ballot. So if we're doing the French system, sure, you could. Okay, okay. So I'll get to this question in a second. Fine. Actually, no. Do they also vote for, like, a member of parliament or something? Yes. Oh, so th- they vote for separate. the member of parliament and the leader. That is separate. Okay.
0: Yep. You have a rural, like, a riding, okay. essentially.
1: So in this last election, using, the, using Canadian politicians, because they're the ones I remember the best. Sure. I vote for Kirk Hauser as my... Kirk Heuser, Hauser? Hauser? I, mean, I can't remember how he pronounces his last name. Meh. As my NDP...
0: I'm sure our American listeners will tweet into... Totally.
1: As my member of parliament. Right. But I have those five to choose from, so say... Oh, God. I didn't want to vote for any of them. What a French guy... I vote for French guy. Right. And you vote for Trudeau. Sure. And, and you're the liberal guy here. Yep. Okay. So Trudeau ends up getting 35% of the votes, sure. and Stephen Harper ends up getting 34% of the votes. Sure. The rest split it up, so they don't count. So we do... They don't count in the sense that they aren't moving on to a runoff. They would the
0: runoff. not move on into a runoff. Correct.
1: So then we have a section, se- section, second election. A couple weeks later. A couple weeks later yep. where we all get to cast our ballots again for the leader. Right. But we only get to vote for Harper, Harper Trudeau. and Trudeau. Right. That's not a bad system. It's really nice. Because then everybody gets their say. So down in the States. If you do it that way, then you can vote for. I mean, obviously, you need more than two parties to do that. It Clinton, can't
0: be... Johnson, Stein, Trump, sure. Sanders, yeah,
1: uh, oh yeah, okay, Cruz, right. Okay, so you vote for all of them. So right. all of a sudden, you get your voice heard, and it's like all that way. It's not. You don't have to worry about cities, and and it's everybody gets their voice, and it's it's just a percentage, and it's right. the people with the most percentage. Go Get forward, to move on.
0: Unless they hit the magic, whatever it is. Sure. Say 50%. Because it, it should be 50. If half the country is like, yes, I want Bernie Sanders to be president of the Certainly. United States. I really don't think that would have happened. It would have been amazing. It would have been amazing. But yeah. So if, if, 50%, if 50% were like Bill Clinton over Bob Dole, Newt Gingrich, yeah. uh, Pat Buchanan, all that other, like Ross Perot. Ross Perot. That's all the what other... I was
1: trying to think of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Stop reading that Perot thing. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if 50% were like, yes, Bill Clinton, or 50% said, yes, Ronald Reagan over everybody else, yeah. that's who should be president, then he's president. But if he only gets 40%, then there's the runoff with Dukakis. And right. if, so, say Dukakis was second, I think that was one of the elections was, right. was Reagan-Dukakis. So, okay. Or no, that was
1: Bush, regardless. Okay. So then you come down to it. So say— Mondale? Mondale. Walter Mondale? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so say you have, uh, so in that, in that, in this last 2016 election for the, for the Americans. Yeah. And then, sorry
0: for twisting it there. Just, I, we know our audience yeah. is largely American. So I wanted to, no, no, yes, your example of Canadian worked. I just wanted no. to pull it. So and that's could, great. Yeah. So
1: then we yeah. have this last one in the 2016 with Cruz and Bernie and Hillary, but we still end up down to Bernie and, or sorry, Hillary and Trump. Sure.
0: I don't know that that would have happened, but sure.
1: But for the sake of the argument, because then we have what we... Yeah. Yeah, the two front runners for the election anyway. But then you have Bernie saying, everybody who voted for me, vote for Hillary. Yeah. And you have everybody who voted for Cruz saying, everybody who voted for me, vote for Hillary.
0: Then all of a sudden you have... Everyone who's voted for Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson's like, ah, Hillary. Yeah. And then Stein said, I don't care.
1: Yeah. I'm green. And then... (laughs) But then all the people who voted for these other people can be like, well, if my candidate endorses this person, maybe I'll endorse that person too.
0: Right. Because it's closer to what I feel.
1: Interesting. That's actually a really, really cool system. And that's
0: So, and that's why Macron is the frontrunner. Right. Will he win?
1: We don't know. It sure. It could
0: change. Um, but Macron is the frontrunner because he is center-right. Right. centerist, but center-right. Okay. Uh, Financial-right, social-right kind of like our liberal, but a little further right than that. Okay. Um, that's primarily for Dave. That will not make sense to most other people. But yeah, Macron is the is the front runner because Fion and the socialist guy, whose name I can't remember. Fionn's the only other one I remember because he's had a whole pile of scandals and he oh. was favored to win and then kind of slipped off because he was paying his wife and children to do jobs that they didn't actually do. Super. So, <laughs> but yeah, so everybody else is Saying okay, vote Macron because Marine Le Pen of the Front National is alt-right, far-right, far, mm-hmm. far, 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 anti-EU, anti-immigration, okay. anti-Muslim, anti-everything. Right. Huh. So interesting. Yeah, she's really legitimized the Front National. Yeah. In the last few years, yeah. Well, she kicked her dad out because her dad was the leader, and then she took over. Oh. Um, But he, like, they were super far right under him. Like, he's a Holocaust denier. Oh, super. Super far right. (laughs) Super. Um, But she's very much legitimized kind of the Front National and pulled it a bit more to the center. But it is still very isolationist and all of that sort of stuff. Whereas Macron was a former finance minister under Hollande. Oh. So. (laughs) Great. That's what you wanted, right, Dave? Yeah. For me to get into the intricacies of French politics. Totally. And by French, I mean actual French, yeah. not Quebec.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it sounds to me, and I'm sure I'm missing some, but it sounds to me like of the ones that we've talked about, French is the one that I like the best. Okay, It sure. seems like the most logical and also the one that is least frustrating.
0: You, okay, so yeah, you vote in your region, you voted for Kurt. Yeah. Kurt, was yeah. it? Kirk. Yeah.
1: Kirk. Okay,
0: yeah. so you voted for...
1: Kurt? I don't know. I, I didn't remember. vote for him. I know I his remember. wife Great. better than I know him. Now you've got me second-guessing myself. Go on.
0: <laughs> so you vote for that NDP guy yeah. here, and say he wins, he is your representative, but you voted for French guy yeah. for president, or prime minister, Then French, and French guy is who you voted for. Yeah. So it's
1: not tied to party. I love that. I love that system. I find that way less frustrating and way less futile. Yeah. But also, the fact that we're past the post makes it futile regardless, because I nice. never vote for the person who is the majority. Seldom hmm. vote for the person who is the majority. And that's the problem. Right?
0: It's when 60 to 65% of a riding doesn't vote for one person, but they yeah. get the highest percentage, so they win? Yeah. That's frustrating. Totally.
1: Hey, listeners, what system do you guys like the best? You should tweet at Sean, because I <laughs> don't really care. This is the most I've talked about politics on the podcast, but in general for a long time. That's true. That wasn't painful, though. No, it wasn't. It like was very was... informative, and I yeah. appreciate the, the explanations. And I just feel bad that we did this on the day that you're not feeling well because you spent a lot of time talking.
0: That's okay. We didn't even talk about Chinese democracy. No. Uh, the audience can't see me winking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a single party democracy, so.
1: You vote for the man. Yep. Yeah.
0: Goji. Right. And then whoever's the next one in, uh, they have ten-year terms, I think. Oh, super. Well, it's it's a hybrid of communism and democracy, so it's hard to, yeah. Just seems that'd like, be easier, right? Yeah. There's a party.
1: Yeah, you get to vote for Trudeau. Yep. Ugh. I mean, super. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I, it can yeah. certainly be worse.
0: If, it was, if we had a Chinese-style system, I feel like you would probably have been arrested for what you just said on the podcast about <laughs> Trudeau.
1: Smith? <laughs> oh, God damn it! How did they get that so fast?
0: <laughs> they listen to everything. Right? Is there anything else you wanted to think about? Like pure proportional representation? Oh, sweet I mean, German kind of stuff? or we,
1: Apparently, you could talk about this all day if we wanted to. I
0: sure could. But instead, our second question <laughs> is brought to you by Hydrovented Biochemicals, Incorporated. Hydrovented Biochemicals provide amalgamated business solutions for the future happiness of mankind. Their latest development, resuscitated pork-like meatworks, provides meat-like textures to your latest chemical compounds. Making a new lotion? Why not have it feel like fluid bacon? that's Hydrovented Biochemicals Incorporated. We put the friend into biochemical friend solutions. Just rolls off the tongue.
1: <laughs> and we're back. Today's second question comes to us from... Kristen, she's asked us, when is it too early to tell? And this is in regards to baseball. Yes. Right? And so, apparently... Oh,
0: we could do it in sports in general. Sports in general, But it was specifically about baseball.
1: Uh, Apparently, she asked us this about a year ago, but by the time we were able to get to it, it, the moment had passed, and this just kind of seemed like the right time to do it. And now it's back. And now it's back. It's come full circle, you guys.
0: Plus, Dave sat through 40 minutes of politics, so I thought, hey, man... Let's let Dave talk about baseball for a little while. (laughs) That's his reward.
1: Hooray! (laughs) Well, and it's just something a little lighter than. Well, I mean, it's not like that was a heavy topic. It was just kind of
0: a A little more in depth and intellectual than most of the stuff that we talk about. Right? So, when the exit polls first start (laughs) coming.
1: (laughs) I mean, when is it too early to tell? Could also apply to politics. It sure could.
0: But this was about baseball.
1: Okay. And sports, again. Sports in
0: general. I mean... So, like, we're, what, a little over a month?
1: Right around a month. Into, into a season? season? Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, you look at the Blue Jays, who started atrociously.
0: Yeah, they're 7-16 and 16 as of our recording, or something like that?
1: Something like that. Just let me double check. It's been... They, they, they're on a three-game winning streak. They just... In beating Tampa Bay and then Oh no, they 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 beat Tampa Bay two games in a row to win their first series and their first two games in a row the entire season. They're awful right now. They're nine and seventeen as of our recording this. Okay, so I've I don't watch a lot of baseball. Whatever. They're specifically Blue Jay baseball. Eight <laughs> games below five hundred. Yeah. They're they started off terribly.
0: So is it too early to tell whether they are a good team or not yet. Or like, what are the socks at?
1: Uh, the socks are. We're halfway through. We're we're thirteen and twelve, so we're just over five hundred. We're only three games behind Baltimore, two games behind the Yankees. So, I mean, this is the thing, right? Is people come off especially this year because of the World Baseball Classic? Um, you had injuries that kind of came out through there. Oh yeah. Right. Everybody loves that. Right? It's like having the World Cup before the, the NHL season this year because everybody oh, cared yeah. about that.
0: Everybody loved that. Right? I think more people cared about the baseball classic, to be honest. I
1: absolutely agree. But, like, the Blue Jays, they've got a bunch of injured players right now. Josh Donaldson is hurt. I think Troy Tulowitzki is hurt. Yep. A lot of their good players are injured right now. And they're starting to to do reps and they're starting to, to practice and everything, but they're not back to game shape. There's 162 games in a season. 160, I can't remember. 162 sounds 162 right. 162 games in a season. Yeah. It's.
0: You're the baseball fan, dude. Right. I, <laughs> I'll go with 162. 162
1: feels right. Because I don't think. Yeah, because it's 81, which means you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's so You it's double 81. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a lot of that's a lot of games. Like right now. What did I say? The Blue Jays are 9, and, nine 17, and 17. So that's 26 games that they've played. Right. That's a drop in the bucket. There's, like, they could go on a tear and...
0: Get to 500.
1: Yeah. And all of a
0: Right? That's the thing, though. If they go on a tear. What's the, the winning streak record? 21?
1: Something like that. Yeah, that's the what Oakland the Athletics got when they were with Billy Bean, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So at best ever i think isn't the i think the franchise record is 11 or something, something like, that. like that so if they went on a franchise record 12 game winning streak they would be one game over 500
1: sure i mean i'm not saying it's so hard to say right because there is so much time left in baseball yeah that you don't it's hard to it's unfair to discount them already but at the start that they got on I mean, if they if they go on a on a franchise setting, franchise record setting tear, yep, and they 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 win eleven games, right, that gets them to just over five hundred, right. But if the Red Sox and the Yankees and the Orioles and the Rays all even play five hundred ball, they're still ahead. they're still ahead of the Blue Jays. Yeah, and so the Blue Jays have to go on an incredible run from now to the end of the season, almost pretty much, which is insane. A month into a
0: 162 game schedule, but they're nine and seventeen. So, I honestly don't know if anyone has ever started that poorly and made the playoffs.
1: I don't think they have.
0: It's like in the NFL, right? If you start zero and three, the yeah. chances of you making the playoffs are five percent.
1: Absolutely, and it's it's been done, but it doesn't yeah. happen often.
0: Well, at zero and three, let's say ten and six, you have to you let's say ten and six to make the playoffs. Yeah, usually it's about nine and.
1: Depends on nine the division. And and yeah,
0: yeah. Well, if division can be eight and eight or seven and nine, sure. if it sucks hard enough, but yeah,
1: and, and that uh, has happened before, which is incredibly
0: pathetic. But, definitely happened. But yeah, I mean, like to to get that to go from zero and three to ten and six, you have to go thirteen and three,
1: right? That's really that's hard, hard to do. Yeah, I mean, the Flames went. I can't remember at the beginning of this of the 2016-2017 season we started off like 1-8 and 2 or something like that. It was an awful start. Right. But we went on a tear in November when Chad Johnson got hot and then we we had a a franchise-tying win streak yeah, and yeah, like 10? 10 10 in a row I, I think. think and yeah. Brian Elliott won 11 in a row. Yeah. Um stupid Chad Johnson. <laughs> right? But as if we didn't go on those two tears, we missed the playoffs. Yep, one hundred percent. I'm hoping, and I've ha- I got into this conversation with a buddy yesterday about the Flames because we got a new coach last season, that or this past season. That hopefully we don't. We were learning a brand new system, so you can't fire the coach after uh, being swept in the playoffs after one season because we just got there. So give him another another season, and maybe we don't start one eight and two. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we we start off better, which means we're already poised to be in better position moving to the playoffs. Sure. Like if we if we went on time for them to move to San Oh man! I don't want to talk about that whole <laughs> building. They're it sounds like they're in discussions. They're working things out. So I yeah. just I, I hope that maybe they, the billionaire could pay for it himself. Right. I don't know. Yeah, that's... If somebody wanted to talk about whether or not you should use public money to build stadiums, that would be a conversation that I think Sean and I would both get on. Sure. Because we could talk about baseball, football, and hockey.
0: And both footballs. And both footballs, yeah. Because I can definitely talk what was going on with Anfield pre...
1: (sighs) Recording at home! (laughs) I'm sure you guys can hear those sirens. I'm positive, yeah. Yeah. So... (sighs) There's a fire somewhere. Yep. Anyway.
0: But yeah, I could talk about Anfield pre-John Henry. Right. Because they, there was talk about it, and they wanted to put money, and then John Henry with Nesson shows up, and now they're making billions a year, and so it like... It, yeah. Easily. So there's
1: there's a conversation that we could have some other time. Yep. It's something that we could both opine on. If you guys want it, tweet it, one of us, and we will talk about that for sure. Yep. Um. But anyway, so if the Flames are poised, you know, even if they go... 7 and, and 3 next year in their first 10 games. All of a sudden we're poised better to make the playoffs because we've gotten off to a better start. Unless they have an over 8 slump in the middle
0: of November when Brian sure. Elliott gets hurt and Chad Johnson just can't handle it and yeah. But that's the thing is I mean so is but then that that's the inverse of this question. Is that 7 and 3 too early to tell still? 7 Oh man, we're going to we're going to win the President's trophy.
1: Absolutely it's too early because It's such a small sample size, and injuries come into play in every sport. You have no idea. I mean, you can get an idea in the new year when it comes to hockey. In the new year, you have an idea of where teams are sitting and how, like, Colorado was out of it by the time the new year rolled around. Right. They were awful.
0: Yeah. Not awful enough to get the first overall pick, but whatever. (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. That's so pathetic.
0: It's such a stupid system. Right? The NHL continues to find ways to fight, to make themselves less and less attractive for me to go back to watching just, them full-time. Like, I understand
1: God. why you do it on a lottery system because you don't want to encourage teams to tank. But in Colorado's case, in which they weren't tanking, they just sucked they this good. year. I was like, how is that going to help the team? It's they, not. They, I mean, it's not a great draft year anyway. But no. think about like 2 years ago if they were if they were this bad and Connor McDavid would have helped their team a lot. Yeah. And they missed the the first pick because of a stupid lottery?
0: Yep. I don't. And I get like you don't want teams to tank, but does anyone really hate that in the NFL? Right? Who was the worst team in the league last year?
1: Uh, Chicago?
0: Dave. <laughs> I Dave you're really disappointing me
1: right now uh I'm trying oh my god it's killing me oh San Francisco no? no oh oh god the Browns oh my god that was terrible <sighs> oh jeez. do they they won a game yes, yes they did because I picked them that week yes because I was going for long shots and I picked their one win yes and everybody was so mad at me <laughs>
0: but yeah so the Browns were sucking to yeah. get the best pick. Yeah. They did. They got the best pick. So now they're going to be better faster. Yeah. They had a great draft. I watched the draft, it was just this past weekend. Yeah. They had a fantastic draft. Good for them. So, but does anybody care that they tanked the rest of their season?
1: because so they could get the number one pick when you've resigned yourself to the fact that you're not gonna make it at least then you can poise yourself to try and improve your team it's like okay we can't make the playoffs
0: no well you're especially the Browns the Browns have to chase Pittsburgh Baltimore and Cincinnati now Cincinnati yeah. sucked last year too
1: but, but Cincinnati is over the last number of years has been pretty darn good. contenders yeah did Baltimore make the playoffs this year uh I, I don't don't think, think so. so. I think they didn't have the wild card. Pittsburgh, because at one point it was going to be between Pittsburgh and Baltimore, but yeah. you guys didn't have the record to make wild cards, so you had to win your division. And we beat Baltimore
0: at home to win the to, division. Yeah,
1: in week 15, or week 16,
0: I think. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was at Christmas, and I was at home watching it with my family.
1: <laughs> and I, Because I think if Baltimore would have beat Pittsburgh then it came down to the last week's matchup. But because Pittsburgh won, then it was... It was okay. It was okay.
0: And we could rest people, which we
1: have to do. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Because I think we played Cleveland last.
1: Oh, yeah. As we do. As you do. So, yeah, they have to compete with three perennially good football teams. Yeah. And so they need good players. Yeah. Now, the problem is, and I know this is... It doesn't only happen in the NFL, but I know in, in... I think there was a player who was on the Browns and said, I don't want to keep playing for this team. Oh, it happens. Which is really unfortunate. It's like, because then how do you improve your team? It's just like, you have to get through the hard years before we start getting better. But if people keep saying, I'm not going to play for this team anymore, then you're perpetually losing those good players.
0: Yeah. You just have to find the right people who are willing to put the time in right? So that that is partially on management as well to not be able to find someone. And also if they were there for years and they just it was ineptitude, 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 I don't blame it's just like I wanna go somewhere where they're actually trying. Certainly.
1: And I get that. I mean I'd feel bad if I was playing I mean, this year they're still in the playoffs and apparently Vegas has ranked them the best odds to win the Stanley Cup, but the last eleven years the oilers were awful. Yeah? And if I, you know, and and especially in that first part when they, they had, this is my issue with the Oilers is all of a sudden Oilers fans are talking about how great the team is and they forget the last 11 years. I'm like, you guys, gee, you had four first round, first overall picks and it took you 11 years to make the playoffs. That's not the sign of a good rebuild.
0: No, it's really not.
1: If you didn't have Connor McDavid, you still wouldn't be making the playoff. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Maybe. Cam Talbot's been really good. He was yeah. a workhorse this year. There are reasons. But you had four first overall picks in 11 years and took 11 years to make the, the playoffs. Yeah. That's not the sign of a great rebuild.
0: No. So. We had two? Mark during flurry
1: and and Crosby. Crosby. Yeah. I mean Malkin was what? Second overall? Yeah, he
0: was a two behind so Ovechkin I mean, cuz we didn't get first. Washington did instead
1: and we were mad cuz we had a worse record. But but did you not get it because I don't know. I I've heard people talk about how if you get a first round pick, then you should and you lose like you shouldn't get a first round pick the next year even if you're the last place team. I kind of get that because it's like I, anyway, that's yeah. uh, that's yet again another discussion. But Pittsburgh was making the effort to try and rebuild. Yeah, and you guys, it but we
0: wha- we sucked and we're bankrupt. Yeah, so
1: we needed
0: that many years to do it. But it was here is one player we can build around this. So yeah, now we have a goalie.
1: Now we have another player. Here is Crosby. So then you could see how that progression was happening. Whereas the Oilers is like, we're gonna take this guy. We need a defenseman, but Yakupov's the best one in the draft, so we're gonna take Yakupov. J- yeah. we don't need a we don't need another forward, but we're gonna take him anyway. Like. They could have traded away picks or they could have done different things. So if I was a player at the beginning of that rebuild and I kept seeing what they were doing, I get it. Yep. But if you're a young player, like if you're a, a Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who has been there for only a couple of years, and he's he's been around long enough, but I'm trying yep. to think, you know, but or a Darnell Nurse. If you're a Darnell Nurse and you decide that you don't want to play on this team because you were in the cellar for two years and the team was been, has been terrible... I don't get that. But if you've been around long enough, it's like, I've seen this happen and I want to play somewhere where I might contend. Yep. I get it. But in Cleveland's case, I can't remember. This receiver was there for like two years or something. He's like, get me out of here. Like, I don't love that, and you have to be patient. Now, granted, Cleveland's also been terrible for a long time.
0: Yes, they have. They wow. also don't have a quarterback, so a receiver, and a receiver has a very finite lifespan. One Absolutely. One play, and that receiver never plays again. Yeah. So he's, uh, like, football's a little different to me than hockey, because certainly you got to make your money when you can, because you are going to get hurt, and
1: you're... It's an inevitability. Yeah. Especially, like, I mean, Tom Brady's been able to play a long time, because he's had the O-line, and he doesn't always... And system he, helps, too. System helps, but he's not... Getting hit every play. If you're a receiver no. and you catch a ball, you're getting hit. That's just... Yeah. It's, it's... Unless you're running out of bounds. And the weakest
0: offensive line you ever had, Brady's out for a year. That was a bad... Off- that yeah. was not a good offensive
1: line. No, absolutely.
0: And they got... And they lose that player mm-hmm. on one hit. And it's just... That's all it takes. Absolutely. One hit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... we Like most of our conversations, we've kind of gone roundabout to say... Like, they're... It's, it's hard to tell too early in the season because injuries come into play. Like, right now, the Blue Jays are terrible.
0: Do you think the Blue Jays are going to make the playoffs I this don't year?
1: think they are. Four teams ahead of them have to do terribly. I don't see all four of the teams between the Red Sox, Yankees, and Orioles in particular, those three teams. They're all very well-built teams. Once David Price comes back, he'll pitch fairly well in the regular season. We just can't rely on him in the playoffs. But Chris Sale's been pitching the lights out. We j- He's just lost a couple—like, I think he— He pitched a a game the other day and we lost 2-0 or something. Like, he had a great game. Happens. But we just... The bats weren't happening, right? So, sometimes that happens. But the fact for three of those teams to all go on major slumps at the same time for the Blue Jays to get past them, I don't see it happening.
0: So, it's not really too early then? See what I'm saying? I know.
1: I know. But at the same time, like, when a team starts out hot, it's like, well, yeah, but it's too early to tell. Like, it's too... It's almost harder to tell – if a team starts out hot, it's almost too early to tell because it's like, can you sustain that? Yeah. Whereas if a team starts out – Philadelphia
0: Eagles last year, 4-0. Oh, man, Philadelphia is going to dominate this division. NFC East is the Eagles to lose. Yeah,
1: and they lost it.
0: Oh, sure did because the Cowboys ended up 14-2 and the Giants finished second. Yeah,
1: and that's the thing is when you – It's hard to predict who's going to make the playoffs from from an early standpoint, yeah. Because you just don't know how things are going to go, and hot teams aren't going to stay hot forever, right? But if a team starts off so poorly,
0: it's pretty there's there's almost no too early to tell.
1: Yeah, there's there's no coming back from that.
0: If the Browns start zero and four next year, they're not going to make the playoffs. Absolutely, because they're zero and four. Yeah, I cannot see them winning. What do you have to go there twelve and two?
1: Yeah, ten and two. Ten and two. Yeah, because it's sixteen games. Ah, yeah. yeah. So you have to go to ten go, and two
0: to go to ten and six, <laughs> and that's assuming that Pittsburgh, Baltimore, nor Cincinnati are better than ten and six to win the division, yeah. and that gets you a wild card. <laughs> when the East is getting better, and the AFC West is probably the best division in football, yeah. and the South is better.
1: Yeah, and that's not including the fact that in those last twelve games, you're gonna play. Your division rivals at least once more, if you haven't already. If you if you've played them twice, if you've played them once in that point,
0: last three weeks are usually divisional.
1: Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, yeah. maybe you don't start off by playing your division rivals. It comes true. more in the it could in, be in the, the, the middle weeks, right? So if you start off 0 and four and haven't played Cincinnati, like, Baltimore, or Pittsburgh once,
0: yeah, I know that's I tricky. know they open against Pittsburgh. That's my first game of the year. Next year is
1: Cleveland. Oh, we open against the Bucks. Oh yeah. Oh no, we don't open against the Bucs. No Chiefs, you open against yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah, we, I just know we go to Tampa, and yeah. it's it's on our Thanksgiving weekend. It's the Thursday night game, Ooh. and my brother, my cousins, my brother, my cousin Ben and I are all Pats fans, obviously. Yeah, and Ben's brother in law and our cousin Mac are both Bucks fans, so we're trying to find out if we can actually get flights down to Tampa to go hey. see the Bucks. Pats game that'd be fun, which would be really fun. So yeah,
0: that offense is going to be good.
1: Yeah, they they just got another weapon for Jameis in that draft, didn't Two. they? Two, yeah. So
0: they got OJ Howard, the giant tight end from Alabama. Okay. Uh, they have Mike Evans. They have Deshaun Jackson because yeah. they just oh, signed yeah. him, and they got Goodwin from Penn State, the guy that had 200 yards in the Rose Bowl. They drafted him Man, as well.
1: That NFC South is all of a sudden. A... They also
0: got a new uh, running back to offset Martin.
1: Because they were like, – they made some noise last year.
0: They were tied in record but lost the tie breaks to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, if Carolina keeps going on the trajectory that they're – they, who ended up making the playoffs out of that division? Atlanta won the division. It, oh, yeah, right. Of course. Right.
0: <laughs> you know, that team that was in the Super Bowl against yeah. you? Yeah. Them.
1: How can I forget? Yeah.
0: So, I mean – And then it was Giants and uh, somebody else?
1: I can't remember. NFC Lions, Lions and Seahawks, and Packers. Oh, are you talking about
0: that? Was the the wild, wild cards where card, yeah, Giants yeah, and Lions? Yeah, okay,
1: right. Yeah, man, it's been like half a year, and we can we can still. Well, I guess four months, five months, but yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, that kind of covered it. I think so. I mean, it's just so hard to like. It's easier to like you said. I think it's easier to tell if a team is bad enough they're not going to make the playoffs early. Yeah but it's harder to tell hot starts. Yeah. So when, let's just, let's wrap it up because Kristen was specific about baseball. Yeah. When do you start feeling comfortable about talking baseball? Like, oh man, the Sox are going to make, the Sox are good enough, they're going to compete. All-star break. All-star break? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Between now and then, it's too hard to tell. Once, you, once the all-star break hits, you have an idea of where teams are sitting and how injuries are shaping up and, you know, yeah. who's hot and who's not and who's playing their position well. I feel like the all-star break is kind of when you can start going, okay.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean...
1: And trade deadline's right around there too, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. The, the MLB has, like, three different trade deadlines. Ugh. It's so weird. I mean, that, that all said, a couple of years ago, it was 2012, the Red Sox were in great shape. At the all break, they were in great shape in August, and then September they went on a catastrophic like losing streak—three
0: and thirteen, something or like something. that. And ended
1: up missing the playoffs, and it was awful. Is that Bobby's year? It might have been, yeah. Because we won the next year with John uh, Farrell. Farrell, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was a Valentine year. Awesome. Awkward. I hope that answered the question. Yeah, if she's still listening.
0: I think so. Well, that's nice. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron, that's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord, that's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys From Podcast. Email us at Guys from at gmail.com, Facebook us at The Guys From, or write down a bunch of questions that you might want to ask us, have a bunch of people vote for their favorite, and then you can whittle it down to the top two and then have those two voted on, and then you could broadcast the results on either CNN or BBC or, I, I guess, CBC. And we will see that, and then we'll answer your question that way. Sure.
0: Uh, if you enjoy the guys from podcast, tell anyone you can any way you can. And the best thing you can do for us is to leave a rating or a review on the iTunes store. We are available pretty much everywhere podcasts are found. Hey Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug?
1: If you get a chance, and I'll talk about it more in detail at the beginning of next month, read Three Day Road by Joseph Boyden. It's one of the best books I've read in recent history and definitely worth checking out. Sean?
0: On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this slightly shorter, because Sean's not feeling great, podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every day, throwback tracks every Thursday, movies, games, you name it, we probably write about it. Oh
1: man, where can I find that again?
0: www.theguysfrom.com Of course. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs, and also, have some peanuts.
1: Yeah. Special thanks to The Sweets for our outstanding opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. Also, as per usual, special thanks to Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as today's ad music called Garden Music. That's a lot of music.
0: This has been episode 166 of The Guys From Podcast, The 100th Mario Lemieux Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean.
1: And I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From
0: Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing but congratulations for the Canadian musical that was nominated for seven Tony Awards this year. Seven. Nice. Including Best New Musical. Yeah.
1: Cool. Which one was that?
0: Oh came from away come from away okay uh it's, it's a 9-11 story about uh gander newfoundland when the planes were rerouted there and yeah. about the community coming together to support and like to help the people who are stranded in newfoundland so it's, it's a new musical about that by canadians and it's doing very very well cool so yay